Quarterback, Sefo Lufau, and then safety, Tedrick Thompson, who leads the Buffs in tackles through three games, addressed the media first at Tuesday's press luncheon, and then Coach McIntyre addressed the media. Sefo, the defense has improved quite a bit this year. What do you see from those guys on the field? Uh, really physical up front. Uh, we've got some <clears throat> fast-moving DBs and safeties. Uh, I think they're really uh, keen on stopping the run, but uh, we'll have to see what they give us this week. Sefo, so, you're pretty... Uh... We're pretty fired up after the game the other day. How long does it take you to kind of put that behind you and move on? Uh, just that night. You know, it, you look over it, you watch the film, uh, then you move on. Uh, the game's already behind us and behind me, and, you know, we're focused on Hawaii. It was a good team, and, you know, we should go over there and handle business. I think a lot of fans, a lot of fans probably left the field on Saturday encouraged, maybe hopeful. I know you didn't feel that way walking off the field, but now that you've had a couple days, can you see what they saw? Yeah, you know, I, we did a lot of tremendous things on, on both sides of the ball, offense, defense, and special teams, but uh, we just have to be able to capitalize, and it, it's all in the details um, for, for mainly speaking about offense. Uh, it's just the details and, and focusing on the little things. Uh, if we do that, then, you know, it's a whole different ball game. Uh, Sefo, where do you think the biggest improvement was made on offense? You know, I think we moved the ball pretty well on uh, on Saturday. You know, it was just the the point of capitalizing it and punching the ball in the end zone and uh, fixing our turnovers. But you know, I think the O line did a really good job opening up the holes for our running backs. Uh, they capitalized. They had a great game on uh, on Saturday. What's it take to have long drives like that? Is it a rhythm? Is it just not making not making mistakes? You know, what's it, what's it take to make 77, 77, and 99 yards? <laughs> Practicing very well all week and uh, being consistent and just knowing what we do on each play and doing our jobs. You know, it's not going out there and doing the spectacular every play. I mean, yes, we had one reverse that went for you know a big game, but other than that, it was just run plays, pass plays. I mean, it wasn't like any magic or anything. So I just just being consistent and having a good week of practice. Sefo, does Saturday's game feel any different than last year's game against UCLA? Sort of similar in that you were playing a ranked opponent and you. Gave forth a really good effort, but last year you guys followed it up by going to Washington and losing big. I guess does this game feel any different? Does this week feel any different than that? And what do you do to guard against, I guess, late this week? I I haven't compared this year to last year at all uh, in terms of any game for that matter. Um, you know, you never want to go out there and lay an egg. You know, to answer your second question, you know, we've had a good preparation uh, this week so far for Hawaii, and we're just going out there and you know we don't plan on laying an egg, and we plan out there and, and getting a win. So, uh, you mentioned your turnovers. Have you had, when you look back, when you look back at your interceptions, was there something you thought you could have done differently on those two throws? Of course, of course. Uh, the first one just put too much air on it. You know, uh, their, their their backside safety came back and, and just robbed it because I put too much air. And then the second one, uh, just be a little more patient and then throw it to the guy who's coming open. I mean, it's it's simple. You know, uh, just simple things that can uh, change the game. And uh, you know, I've looked at it and I've learned from it. Did you see uh, more confidence in your teammates, yourself, as that game continued to progress? And do you see that transferring over this week on practice? Yeah, I think so. I, the guys fought, you know, the whole game. Uh, you know, we went down 14-0 early, and you know, people probably was like, "Oh, here comes another game." But you know, the guys stayed with it. Um, they fought. You know, you know, we didn't quit. And you know, I'm really proud of the guys. And you know, yeah, we lost a game that we felt like we should have won, but. Nobody's hanging their heads this week. You know, everyone's heads are up, and we're and we're all preparing for Hawaii, and we're we're done with last week. So, Coach, 
the other day said that he took you out in part because he thought you were banged up a little bit and saw you limping and he thought he was going to have to take you out earlier in the game because of a hit apparently. How's your health? It's good. It's good. You know, I'm, I'm over here smiling, uh, you know, going to practice, going to school. Um, you know, I won't let coach take me out uh, unless it's on a stretcher. You know, that, that probably sounds bad and sorry if my mom's listening, but that's just kind of how I am. Um, I'm, I'm here for my team and, you know, here to fight all the way. Coach Max said after last game, he'll know if you guys took a step forward based on how you respond in practice this week. From what you've seen, do you think the team has responded the right way in practice this week? I believe so. You know, there's times where we were a little lackadaisical uh, today. But, you know, overall, you know, we're, we're moving up and moving forward in the right direction. And, you know, that's good to see from, from the guys. Um, it's not, uh, you know, hey, we almost got that one. You know, let's just fold in the towel. Um, you know, we're pushing through it and, and we're fighting for next week. Sometimes I can being taken out of a game can uh, hurt a guy's pride or whatever. How, how did it affect you? How, how are you trying to respond to that? You know, it's, it's the coach's decision. You know, <coughs> how I react was fine. I mean, I, you know, coach putting them in, it's, it's for the best of the team. And, you know, you put all your trust in coach uh, to put us in the right position. And, you know, you respect that. And, you know, I had no problem with it. A few Hawaiians on uh, the CU roster, if you ask any of them what to expect, uh, since, since they know so many guys on the roster of the Rainbows. Uh, I haven't. I mean, I, I've lived in Hawaii for two years. Uh, I've been to the, to the American Samoa. Uh, they're big Polynesian players. I mean, I mean, that's not the only kind of players they have over there. But, you know, they have an abundance of them. And, you know, they'll be big, fast, and strong. I mean, it's not like uh, we're not expecting anything crazy from them. But, no, I have not asked my teammates to answer your question. Anything else for Sefo? How old were you when you lived there? In Hawaii? Yeah. Uh, I believe 9 to 11. Sefo, just real quick, other than the interception we keep talking about, it looks like you've played pretty well so far this year. Are you pleased with the progression? Yeah, I think that in terms of my play, I think I progressed really well. You know, obviously you have those those mistakes that you make, but I think overall, I think I've been playing a lot better. Um, you know, usually I'm hard on myself, but you know, I think myself and the offense have done a really good job clicking it and moving the ball up and down the field and you know scoring points. Um, there's there's more room for improvement, and you know that's what we're looking for this week. When you've watched Hawaii on film, and I don't know how much film you've seen, but they've obviously played two Pac-12 teams already this year. They had Washington down. Washington had to come from behind to win, and they had Furious come back against Oregon State and fell short. I guess what do you see on film when you see this Hawaii team? They're, they're a tough team. You know, and obviously, I don't see the defensive side of the ball, but uh, they're a tough team that, that keeps fighting and keeps competing. And, you know, we're going to have to play a full four-quarter game. And, you know, that's what we've been striving to do these past three weeks. And, you know, you can't just, you know, say, hey, we had a good first quarter and, you know, we're just going to coast the rest of the game because uh, that team won't let you do that. They'll, uh, they'll capitalize and, and they'll make some big plays. So uh, we just got to be consistent throughout the whole game and continue to make plays until the whole game's up. Do you think that uh, Nelson being like an unexpected deep threat this year has opened up the lanes for other receivers on the field so far? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, Nelson has definitely gotten a lot better than last year, in my opinion. Uh, he's definitely opened up that, that big game uh, over, the, over the top and what you're talking about. But uh, I think the other receivers are, are, are just as good at, at being able to get open, you know, especially uh, Shea Fields or DD. Um, every receiver can make plays on this team, but you know, Nelson has definitely opened up uh, you know, the passing game uh, in terms of going over the top.
Tedrick, how much has the game slowed down for you this year? Are you seeing things better on the field? It seems like you're making a lot more plays. Uh, yeah, definitely. I think that uh, I think that uh, one of our GAs, uh, Coach Tay, Nate, I've been watching film with him a lot, and I've been watching film with uh, a lot of DBs like Cheeto. I was watching a lot of film with uh, with Greg and everything like that. And I think that uh, my older brother in Minnesota always told me that the more film I watch, the more comfortable the game will get to me. And I think that you know, listening to my coaches, listening to the teammates, that I'm able to play it, play a lot faster. Kind of falling in line with that. Obviously, you were going to start anyways, but when Jared Bell got hurt. Did that make you want to mature? Did that push you to mature faster? Yeah, definitely. Because Jared was somebody, uh, when I was on the field with Jared, I used to always ask Jared a question no matter what, uh, almost after every play. And um, Jared was always like a big brother, not only to the DBs, but to like the entire defense and even the entire team. Uh, he was one of the most liked guys on the team. And losing Jared really hurt. And he told me uh, uh, personally that uh, I had to step up because he, was, he wasn't going to be there anymore. And that, that's what I was going to try and do. Tedrick, you guys obviously focus a lot of time and energy in off-season off practices on trying to get better at forcing turnovers, and mm -hmm. they haven't quite come at the rate you guys want them to so far. Yeah. How frustrating is that, and is there anything you can do to, to maybe force them to, mm -hmm. to come? Uh, yeah, it's definitely frustrating because we practice that since the beginning, since we're doing PRPs. Uh, back in January and it, it de it's definitely frustrating but we do it every day in practice so eventually it's going to get together it's going to all get together and when it does get together it's going to be causing a lot of turnovers. So when you look at Hawaii on film what do you see from this team it seems like they have a lot of big receivers yeah, yeah. how do you match up with that this week? Yeah that was the uh, that's the main thing they have a lot of big guys like they have a, a big old line their receivers are big and their tailback is uh, he's huge too and they're that's a physical team and then they like to move the ball so it's going to be a great challenge for us we just have to Keep practicing, uh, keep practicing good this week and be ready for Saturday. On defense, you guys have obviously made improvements since week one. Kind of sounds based on how physical Hawaii is that they might challenge you. Mm -hmm. Kind of like CSU got challenged you guys in the second half. Yeah. Think you're better to stand up to that test here in week three? Uh, yeah, I think that um, every, every game we play is going to be a tough game, but when we do what we're supposed to do, do what we're coached to do, I think we're going to be able to be very successful because we have some of the greatest coaching staffs in, in America. And we really believe in, especially coming into our second year with Coach Mack, I think everybody on the team really believes in Coach Mack, and that's the thing we're striving on. We, he, he's like an a energetic coach, so like he's real passionate, so he brings that to the players, and, that, and he's definitely carrying that on to us. So we play for not only the team, but we definitely play for Coach Mack. How important is it for you guys to, <clears throat> excuse me, to build on what you did Saturday night, not take a step back, mm -hmm. and you know really keep this thing going? Uh, you know it's definitely important because um, obviously we're going to Pac-12, and that was a good, great team we played against against Arizona State. And like Sefo said, we felt like we should have won just a couple of bad, uh, bad plays, and um, that's the main thing. We're gonna have to focus on Hawaii this week and keep doing what we're doing in practice. you guys feel like, I talked to some of the players after practice and they said it's like we're climbing a mountain, we're keeping yeah, yeah. further and further up. Do you guys feel like consistent success is sort of within your grasp? Yeah, I think, I definitely don't think one time this year we took a step back. I think we had one bad practice in fall camp, but that was the only thing. And then every practice we're, we're progressing and it doesn't matter if it's a little thing or a big, big thing, just as long as we progress and practice and that's what we're doing. We, uh, we just keep progressing that mountain coach uh, Mac uh, talked about. We're definitely climbing that mountain.
I know you said Coach Mack is energetic and uh, you show passion. You guys all bought into that. But what else about him makes this team support him so much and really buy into what he's selling? He really cares. Like off the football field, I think he cares a lot more. Like he he wants us to grow as man. He's just not a football coach. He's like a, a person to look up to, a great role model. And and like off the field, he's like a, you don't think of him as as a coach. You think of him as a as a friend. Even on the field, you know, of course he gets on you just like every coach would. But I think that's the main thing. How how much he actually cares about the players. You know, you can sit down and talk to him about anything from family to whatever you think about to a girlfriend situation or whatever. You can sit down and talk to him about anything. I got one question. Um, I love the weather in Colorado, but somebody's got to explain it to me. I've never seen it snow in September. Last uh, Thursday was it? Uh, and then today, is, you know, Sunday is 80. Um, I figured one of y'all was smart enough to explain it to me. So. Uh, well, the weathermen in town can't explain it either. Uh, you know, <laughs> we just roll with it. Pretty awesome to say the least. So, all right. Um, uh, uh, briefly about the ASU game. Uh, you know, ASU I think has an excellent football team. You know, I think that they're I think they're one of the most explosive offenses in the country and definitely in the Pac-12. Um, I think in the South they're you know they've proven how explosive they are and what they can do. Uh, defensively, I thought they they did a lot of good things. They got some um, huge defensive linemen that are very very good players that. Um, uh, Thought our guys did a good job against for most of the night in different times. I, uh, you know, that game we were last year we weren't even in it at halftime. This year we were in it to the very bitter end, and you know we had um, one throw we wish we all had back. It was um, and it might have at 4:45 to go in the game. It's a seven-point game. Should have been. And um, we our kids battled hard, fought hard. We got to correct a few things here and there. Um, you know. Honestly, two plays go different either side of the ball, and uh, it's a different football game. So I don't think um, anybody would have said that watching last year's game. So I feel like that we've improved. Um, in no way is there a moral victory. In no way there was not a dry eye in our in our locker room um, as far as, you know, I guess there's a few dry eyes, but there was a very disappointed young men um, and uh, very um, heartbroken that we didn't get it done, and they believed they could win it. Um, I think when a lot of other people didn't think we could win it, even as the game went along. So I, I'm very, very um, proud of what I'm seeing that way, and now we've got to go get some of those games. we got to get the one this weekend, which will be a very, very tough game against the University of Hawaii. Um, you know, if you watch the Washington game, they definitely could have won it. There's no doubt about it. Um, the Oregon State game is one of the most amazing games I've seen. They were down 31-7, to 38-7. to basically starting the beginning of the fourth quarter and the game ends up 38-31 and um, if Oregon State doesn't run the clock out there and get a first down, it's they're going to get the ball back. Um, so, And then they, they won last week. I think they're a very good football team. I think they're very physical. Um, their quarterback is extremely athletic. They've got big, big wide receivers, kind of like the wide receivers we saw last week. And uh, defensively, they're very, very active um, and, and bring a lot of different type of blitzes and a, um, a lot of man coverage. Um, they're going to be a strong test. One thing I've never seen before in college football, and I don't know if y'all have ever seen it before, their punter, um, Scott Harding, is also their punt returner. I don't know if you've ever seen that before. He's their punter and punt returner. And uh, he's very good. He's from Australia. He can punt it left-footed, right-footed like Dara can. And he also plays receiver. So uh, that's a 
very intriguing story to me to, to see that. So. Think Dara could return punts for you? Yeah, he's a good enough athlete. Um, but yeah, I don't think he's ever caught one back there. Um, but he's definitely a good enough athlete to, to run and do some things. Uh, the catching part of it, I guess the guy was such a good punter that he could punt it so high he just catch it himself. That's how he learned <laughs> how to do both. Pretty good athlete. So I'll take any questions at this time. Mike, uh, last year the UCLA game kind of felt like the issue game was maybe you guys make some progress. Mm-hmm. didn't follow it up very well. So how do you <laughs> kind of take the positives from this we can try to use as a building block instead of what happened last year? I think that overall we're a, a, a better team than we were like at that time against UCLA last year. Um, so I think that we'll keep it going. I think they understand how to practice, understand how to fit it, understand how to take the corrections the next day. You know, not just think, well, we can do that again. No, I've got to correct these. I got to work on this. So I think our attention to detail is better by our overall team. That's not a knock on last year. They're just learning how to pay attention to detail and how to ask questions and how to learn and how to focus and how to watch the tape and learn from mistakes and um, and, and gain from that. So um, hopefully, we, you know, every week we got to come out, we got to come out with great, great energy and great, great effort. Um, so we, if we if we bring that each week, then we'll keep having a ch- uh, an opportunity to win. If we don't do that, we, we don't have an opportunity to win. So I think the effort and the mentality, um, the fight in them, um, they've got to keep up. And I, and I believe they will because they're – I think I see a more of a 24-7, 365 day a year mentality, which means you're more invested. And when you're more invested, it's harder to give it up. It's more, when you're more invested, it's, it's you, you, you're more precise. You study it more. It, it means more to you. You're more focused. All of that goes into it. If you're trying to withdraw and just, um, I don't see that with our team. I see them taking the steps farther in that direction, if that makes a lot of any sense to you. Is part of being a better team, I guess, that belief and confidence and resolve that you saw in the locker room after the loss on Saturday, is that part of also being a better team? Yeah, I, I do think it is. I think that they uh, – I didn't see a look in their eyes that, hey, wow, we just played good. I, I saw a look in their eyes where they were um, disappointed they didn't win. There's a whole different look in that to me, a whole different mindset. Coach, I know you like to – uh, turn negatives into positives, help kids do that. How can you turn the, the interception there at the end for Seppo into a positive, or how can he do that? Um, I think the way he does it is learn to read the whole key. There. You know, we're, we're, he's, one negative is you have turnovers, more turnovers when you're trying to come from behind because you're trying to fully hurry and go. And, you know, he was trying to make sure we got the good completion, you know, and not seeing the whole picture there. And uh, they busted the coverage. That's the other thing. It's kind of a, a crazy deal there. So they busted it and they had an extra guy there and it kind of got all messed up. And um, so you know, usually that quick little throw is always there. Um, and because they busted the coverage, it wasn't. Um, so I think he'll, he'll learn from that. We'll have another game down the road. Somebody will bust the coverage. Same type of thing will happen and he'll go, you know, and it'll be a touchdown. I think that's all the experience that happens. You, you see it. On Sundays in the NFL, those guys that play more, they're just able to do it more. And I think as he keeps getting more and more experience, he'll understand that. And um, I definitely, you know, he studied it. He understands what happened. And he'll bounce back from it. And, and we've got to do a better job of coaching him in those situations. If something looks so crazy, you know, you could throw it away there or whatever. But uh, um, at all that's a hard way to learn, but that's sometimes the way you have to learn. But he, he, I thought that his toughness, his ability, he made some really good plays. He did some really good things. 
you know, quarterback's a tough spot. You can play 75 good plays and play two bad ones, and everybody remembers the two bad ones, really. So um, I, I, I was encouraged by the way he kept fighting, the way he kept playing. I mean, they were bringing stuff from everywhere, and he was able to pick it up and do some things. So um, I, um, we should have played better on defense and not been in the same situation um, um, that we have, we're having to do that. So uh, it's, it's a combination of everything. It wasn't just that one throw by Cepho. When you look at this Hawaii offense, what is it that they do that has made them successful against these Pac-12 defenses? Um, their quarterback, if you, you'll see, that he throws on the run a lot, a lot of boots, a lot of sprint out, that type of thing. So he doesn't take a ton of sacks, and then he's able to kind of, if it's not there, throw it away or run. So not turning the ball over, so to speak, as much. And he's a good enough athlete that he can do that. Um, you know, and defensively, they've caused turnovers. I mean, they call they block a punt. And they caused three turnovers in the fourth quarter against. I said they had, I think it was a block punt and three turnovers in the fourth quarter against Oregon State that got them back in the game. So they're causing the turnovers. So we've got to make sure we don't turn the ball over, and we got to cause more turnovers than we have been. Mike, I know you guys have uh, liked the progression of Jordan Berkey, but how big was it for you to see him? Uh, just how he responds to getting into a game here. Um, I thought he did a good job when he got in there, and he and he played and showed some quickness, and uh, it was good to. Uh, um, uh, get him um, out there at that time and, and let him play just a little bit. Mike, uh, <clears throat> the state of Hawaii seems to produce a lot of talent yep. for its size, and I know recruiters from almost coast to coast. What makes the kids, uh, you know, what, what causes that high percentage of talent? Well, I think first it's genetics. Um, you know, uh, the Polynesian population, usually they're pretty big men. Um, also, they have a great passion for the game. Um, they love playing the game there. It's something they grow up doing on the island. It's important, you know, high school football nights at Friday nights are, uh, are, are big deals in Hawaii. Um, you know, everybody goes, everybody's in the communities go. So it's important. So I, I think, you know, the, the genetic side of it and then the, how, much, how, much, how important it is for them to be, you know, important in playing football. I think there's a lot of uh, uh, pride in that. And I think that creates more and more football players. You spent a great deal of time in the offseason working on trying to get more turnovers defensively. They haven't quite come yet so nope. far in the season. Maybe sort of beating your head against the ball. Yeah, we, we are. Uh, we, you know, we, we, we mark how many times we stripped, how many times we tipped the ball. We got a lot of strip attempts. We've got some tip balls. Um, we got to get some interceptions. We got to get some fumbles. If you just keep doing it, eventually, all of a sudden, you'll have a three or four, a, a game that has four or five turnovers in it, and that's what we need to have happen. And I think that we are trying to do that. We're still conscious of it. We're still rewarding it. Practice. We're still doing it. And I think that all of a sudden, sometimes it just comes in, in droves. I'm, I'd like to see it come this weekend and, and some other weekends ahead. But I do see us trying to do it. Um, the strip attempts, trying to get our ball, hand up on the balls, um, that type of thing. Um, and we need to do a better job of getting those out. Freshman Shea Fields has been off to a hot start this year. Uh -huh. And my question for you is, is coming in late into a career like Paul Richardson's, do you see any similarities between the receivers early in Shea's career? Uh, well, they're, you know, they both have good hands. They both run well. Um, uh, you know, I, I think that um, uh, they're both really good players. I don't know if I can compare them yet. Um, uh, but I, they both have the ability to go vertical. Um, they can do a lot of things. Uh, you know, I think Shea eventually will probably be a little bit um, – he already weighs more than Paul did at the same time. So I think he'll – you know, another year he'll be about 10 pounds bigger and 
Uh, he might be a little bit bigger than um, Paul is, but I think they're, you know, I guess you could say they're comparable um, in a lot of ways. Mike, you talk about the decision to move uh, George over to the defensive end. Yeah. And what you saw out of him at that position last week. Um, well, you know, <laughs> I looked around and we only had a, we only had like two healthy defensive ends. That's one of the things. And then, um, matter of fact, it was in warm-ups of the um, UMass game. I'm going. We need to play Paul. We need to play George at defensive end. So um, we got on the plane on the way back, and I went down to him. On, he, everybody else was asleep, and he was still up. I said, "Hey, how would you like to play defensive end too and play fullback? Because he's, you know, he can still play his 15, 20 plays there and do all that." He goes, "I'd love to," because he played both ways in high school. And uh, sure enough, we threw him out there. He's very, very bright. He learned it quick. And he played good Saturday night, and we'll keep playing him at defensive end, and he'll keep getting better and better and better. You know, and he's 260 pounds, and he's six foot three and a half, and so he gives us some more size there that we need to. And uh, um, I'm excited about what what um, George has done. As a follow-up, is that something that you think you'll do the rest of the year? Oh yeah, both? yeah, the rest of his career. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be playing that. Yeah. I think most people would agree that you guys have taken a, a, a step forward in each game this year. What needs to happen this week to continue that upward trend? Just keep playing hard and keep going. And, and of course, you know, you want, um, you want W's. <laughs> Find a way to get W's. So that's, uh, I think, um, that just keep fighting, keep competing. Uh, I think we're playing faster and more aggressive on defense now. I think we're understanding it. All our young guys are starting to get it. There's better communication in the, in the secondary. There's better communication between the linebackers in the secondary. There's better communication to the front. Um, and I know that sounds funny, but you know, you watch all the, when you hear the NFL games, you can hear all those guys talking because they all might think you have to do that. You have to know where everybody is. You have to know where your fits are. You have to understand who's, where the safety is. And it happens different ways because you're in different formations. Um, and we are, we are really starting to understand that. And um, I wish we could just do it all in one time, but not everybody just comes out and lines up the exact same way you practice every day. So um, they have to be able to adapt. So we've showed them a lot of stuff, and now they're starting to completely understand it, and it happens so fast. Um, so I'm pleased with how, they're, how they are improving. we still got a long way to go, but I am pleased how they're improving. Well, I asked a few players this, if they see consistent success within their grasp. I know you've talked with you about climbing that mountain. Mm -hmm. When you see them at practice this week, when you look into their, into their eyes, do you sense that this team sees that success within their grasp? Yeah, I do. I, I see that they think that um, they can um, beat anyone. But they also realize anybody can beat us. Um, and I do see them thinking that. And it's not just, you know, it's, e it's, it's easy to say that, but to actually put it into practice, compete at it, fight at it, push at it, work at it, there's a whole that you got. You got to put those words into into um, into motion, so to speak. Um, and I, I do see them actually doing that on the practice field. I see them actually fighting in the game when they go right down the field and score on us like that. And you're thinking, oh gosh. And I see them when they're, hey coach, we're over there fixing. It. Okay, this is what they did. We got to fix. Okay, I got it, coach. I got it. All right, I'll go take care of it. And they go the next time they run that play, we stop it. So in the past, we couldn't have done that. They've been. Oh, I don't, you know, they, now they're like, okay, what, right there, when he motions here and he said, okay, I got it, boom, boom, next play, next time they ran it, boom, four-yard loss. So now they'll see that, now the next time they see that, it might be five games from now, they'll line up right and knock it for a loss, uh, you know, and uh, they did a few things that we hadn't practiced, um, which every team does, 
and now as those kids start learning more and more and, and, and go by the rules, and some, if you just freeze a second and you end up inside the guy instead of outside the guy, he's off. And uh, it's, you know, it's, uh, it's a tough thing to do. Something, especially the offenses that we're playing, um, you know, that team, Arizona State, they're, they're really, really good on offense, really good. If you had to uh, rate your play calling last week, it seemed like you guys were able to move the ball down the field a little bit mm-hmm. more. Do you think you're, as the season has gone on, all of the coaching staff has become a little bit more, you know, I, I guess, cohesive themselves? Yeah, I think we are cohesive. Um, again, it goes back to the kids. Um, if we're doing a good enough job um, teaching it, doing a good enough job of getting the correct practice reps, and then the kids executing it in the game. Um, and uh, you know what was good is they had a lot of different stunts they brought on us, and we were able to to block it and push it by, and the running back knew how to cut back on it. Um, and you know if he just if he would have just piled in there a couple times, we would have been in trouble. So I think there was a combination of all of us working together. I think that the uh, I don't think I know that the kids trust the coaches, and I know the coaches trust the kids, and um, that's that's a huge huge um, component of, of of you improving and trying to get better. All right, thank you. Appreciate it.